Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today we have a very special episode for you all. We have some amazing guests and I have my amazing co-host with me. How's it going, Hotshot? It's going fine. It's just a little crowded in this uh, in this chat room that we have here. I'm not used to this many people at once. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So today we have Jacob and Juan, two of my very good friends, and we're going to be discussing Attack on Titan. Uh, let's start with you, Jacob. Uh, introduce yourself a little bit. What's uh, what's animated you, bro? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Why why Attack on Titan, bro? Well, I'm definitely a weeb, and I've been weebing out probably for the last like uh, year and a half. My OG anime was always Naruto, but since then I've picked up like Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Demon Slayer, a bunch of them, and it's Attack on Titan was probably the most crazy one. Okay, cool. And uh, what about yourself, Juan? Uh, I'm definitely not as much of a weeb as Jacob is. Um, I like Naruto. I've been a fan of Naruto since I was a little kid. Kind of the same. Um, and I've rewatched it. I don't know how many times. Like I've always been a fan of Naruto, but I never really got into other anime until, uh, well, you and Jacob really convinced me to check out Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, we did. So I guess like if we don't count Naruto because I watched it for like 15 years without getting into any other anime, uh, Attack on Titans probably the anime that really got me into uh, wanting to watch more. And now I've been starting, uh, I started watching Demon Slayer last week. Um, I haven't really gotten into many others. I'm not much of a, I'm not, I'm not much of a, of, of a, like sit down and watch a show type of guy. So it's hard for me to get into a show and just like watch it a long time. But yeah, Attack on Titan's probably uh, probably my favorite anime so far because mostly because it's the anime that got me into watching more. Awesome. So let's get into Attack on Titan. Let's get into this fantastic anime that uh, we all love dearly. Um, I want to start with basically your introduction. How did you find out about, about Attack on Titan and what are your general thoughts on it? Just open conversation uh, on the... Uh the introduction of this anime to you season one episode one moment one <laughs> um i mean i found out i found out about the show just from the uh the promotional screen just the uh silhouette guy with two swords overlooking a massive monster climbing over a wall and immediately my thought was i need to know what this is i need everything about this um then uh then when i finally uh did watch it i didn't watch it until like a year or two after i first saw that promo um, me and Kyo, uh, went over to a friend's birthday party and they were watching it and we just kind of sat down and watched it with them for a while and it was brutal and I was loving it. And then I put it down for like five years <laughs> until the games came out. Oh, wow. Nice. And here I am now. I'm more of a gamer than a watcher. Um, our audience knows that Juan, Jacob, I'm mainly telling, uh, you guys that, mm -hmm. but that, that's kind of, that's kind of how it is. I'd rather play stuff as opposed to watch stuff. And yet more here I am on I an anime podcast. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, me, the first time I found out about it was actually, I guess, around the time season two must have come out. Um, my brother was watching it. He had started watching season one and he told me all about it. He was so hyped. He, he spoiled everything for me, but lucky for me, um, he was uh, probably like 12 or 13 back then. So I was only half listening. Um, so I didn't remember all the spoilers when he told me all about it. But um, yeah, he told me about it years ago. He told me the whole story, uh, maybe even up to season three or something like that. And he'd started reading the manga as well. And I was like, oh, it seems really cool. And I'd seen like the, the promo pictures like on Facebook and stuff like that. Like I'd seen a bunch of stuff. So I was like, oh, it actually seems pretty cool. I kind of want to watch it. But then, like I said, I don't really watch shows that much. So I was just like, ah, I never got around to starting it until you guys really, uh, really hyped me up for it. Yeah, um, we definitely well, did. Dude, I think 
I think uh, I started watching it after the second season was on Netflix already. Because I remember, I remember they had the English dub on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Only the the first three seasons, though. I think. Okay, I started watching it when there was the two seasons on there because I watched the first two seasons on Netflix. I think, and that's when I carried over to Crunchyroll to finish the rest. Mm-hmm. But the 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 thing that got me into Attack on Titan was I think watching a trailer straight up. Like I was after finishing Naruto, I think I watched a few animes after that after my rewatch of that and then i think i was just curious about new ones so and i kind of scrolled over attack on titan and saw the trailer and i was like oh damn this looks dark and twisted so i needed to get in on that so that's kind of how i started it i guess no i see like that first season for me was such a great introduction to the main character aaron like just seeing like you know when a family member dies in the first 10 minutes that this is not going to be a, a, a puppies and roses and for sure oh no well dude no, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Juan. Please. Well, no, I was gonna say not only that, but like what really caught me on Attack on Titan and um, even carried me through a bit um, through the later seasons, even though they weren't as action packed as the first one. But um, the fact that in the first season, uh, not only does the main character's mom die within like the first two minutes to ten minutes, but like uh, in episode two or three, mm. he himself gets eaten by a titan, which is just nuts. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I remember I was watching it uh, and I texted Jacob. I'm like, what the fuck? We're on episode. Three, oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear? On, you can on swear. Yeah, you can. Oh, time. yeah. I do it okay, all the cool. fucking time. Yeah, I swear all nice. the okay, fucking great. Want, <laughs> I was so scared, dude. Do, starting this podcast, I was like, I know I'm going to drop some F-bombs. <laughs> I, no, no, no. And Giant's going to be mad having to bleep dude, me Dude, if you've heard one if you've heard one or two... No, just one. If you've heard like five minutes of one podcast, you know like most of it is me swearing. General... Perfect. Yeah, general rule on Excellent. swearing is uh, I personally don't do it because I don't want to, but if you guys express yourself that way and it feels more natural for you, I mean... I'll do it as you do. <laughs> it's I'll, I'll try not to do it too much because uh, I have a bad habit of swearing <laughs> every three words. But oh yeah, same. Those yeah, but, uh, it, it might come out. But as I was saying, I texted Jacob. I was like, "What? Like the third episode and the main character dies? Like I was sure he was dead because like then." The, we got into the whole reveal that he was a titan and all that as well blah, blah, blah. but at first i was like no there's no way this guy survived like he got swallowed by a titan how is he going to get out of this no for sure and uh but i think there was a kind of a giveaway too that the fact that the warrior titan was like fighting alongside the scouts against the other titans throughout that whole kind of arc and it was like dude it was like four or five episodes where you had your your kind of your doubts that like oh shit maybe that is Aaron. and then no but that was finally at the end he he resurfaces from the from the Titan mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, but that was after he got swallowed, though. No. Yeah, he gets swallowed, and you're like, oh, no, here we go. This is this. Uh-huh. I'm done. I can't watch this anymore. And then you <laughs> you see the Titan fighting alongside fighting the other Titans, and you're like, oh, this guy kind of looks like Aaron. And then you kind of piece one and one together, and at the end, you're like, ah, okay. Definitely. I wasn't really piecing it together to be honest. I was more so just going, yeah, clobber him. <laughs> I was just cheering about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, you're just cheering about a big yeah. Titan on our side. <laughs> yes, action. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, I am. Look, I am very easily entertained and I am very easily enthralled, all right? If I'm seeing something I like, I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Same here, man. I'm not hard to please. I mean, in general, this anime is just very enjoyable for me. I just love how dark and all the corners and the twist. Like, I think Jacob uh, off podcast brought up up this point. I kind of want to get into it. Um, It does get pretty convoluted when uh, we get into the second or third season and there's politics involved. That definitely, like, made me lose track of the main storyline i was confused and then when you get into season four you get like the groups like the jaegerists and this and that and this guy between this guy and the spinal fluid oh dude it yeah. gets so convoluted like what are your guys' thoughts on the on how more complicated it gets from season to season 
Well, for me, bro, as soon as they started introducing like, okay, yeah, royal blood family for the founding Titan, blah, blah, blah. You have to have the royal blood to be uh, a royal blooded Titan to do the, to get the founding something like, dude, I, that's when it started to lose me. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is getting a little too complicated. And then they went into right. politics with the Jaegerists and all that stuff. I was like, sounds oh, like it's very God. clear in your head. Not clear, bro, at all. <laughs> Look, I am a very soft-brained boy, so if you if you dive too hard into harsh top or not harsh topics, but big brain topics, I am just gonna my brain's just gonna melt out of my ears, and I'm not gonna pay attention to you anymore. I came here well, for mindless entertainment. Well, yeah, I love this because I okay, cool. Am a sucker for convoluted storylines, like whether it's movies, TV shows, anime, uh, books. Like I'm a I'm a heavy reader too, and uh, especially video games, like. Uh, uh, like most popular gaming, I guess, is mo mainly mo uh, multiplayer, um, you know, competitive gaming, stuff like that. Uh, and even though I do enjoy myself some Rocket League, um, I love video games with just like amazing single player campaigns with like mm -hmm. convoluted stories that just go really in depth. Uh, Jacob knows how much I love The Witcher now. Oh, yeah. Um, but so the fact that Attack on Titan started, and I also do love like senseless violence. So right. that's kind of what caught me into uh, Attack on Titan. The first season is just so like brutal and so balls to the wall, like we mentioned. Oh, yeah. But the fact that they managed to grab that and then two or three seasons later, there's all this behind the scenes, like weird stuff happening. Like if someone had told me by episode four or five or whenever the, the battle for trust was in season one, if anyone had told me there that season four was going to be this whole like political Aaron come becomes kind of weird like gloomy and then there's like the there's the Marley and all that like if anyone had told me that in season right. one I would have been like no there's no way they're gonna grab this story and turn it into that like there's no way but the fact that they managed to grab this like crazy wild story with these weird things titans that we don't really know what they are at first and then we find out later we find out pretty this, quick too well, we find out pretty quick, but like we don't know all of the backstory yeah. like early on. It's really just like first season where like, oh, these Titans just kind of appeared 100 years ago. And eventually we're going to find out maybe it was some weird mutation. Something happened and they're trying right. to attack all of humanity. But dude, first season, we think that all of humanity is inside of the walls. Like everything outside of the walls died mm -hmm. is what they make us believe. And then by season four, we're like, oh, wait, no, there's actually a lot more going on behind the scenes. And the fact that they managed to... Um, seamlessly kind of transition from one thing to the other and it all works like I guess near the end like near season four it's this the story's kind of lost me a little bit too because it got too political for my liking but the fact that they managed to like transition from that just completely nuts story where that doesn't seem like they're going to get out of there to something completely different is just nuts because by season four we don't even think about the mindless titans we're like yeah well dude even in season four like the whole first part anyways like i think we go two or three episodes without even a fight it's just yeah. talking the whole time and i mean come on mm -hmm. oh my god yeah that was kind of boring to be honest yeah. though I, I understand it was like building up suspense but yeah when it was on a week by week basis, I remember we were literally, I was literally still uh, at the studio. I was like, ah, oh, bro, this, this, this week is what's going on here. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing I want to say about that though, is I did not realize Aaron was Aaron. You know what I mean? This, we had this guy with super long hair. I'm like, Hey, he kind of looks like Aaron. And then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's revealed that he was, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Okay. That, you, that, that made up for the last three weeks. That moment right there made up for the last three weeks. But for for some parts of it, yeah, it, it did get pretty. What wild. wasn't clear actually in the beginning of that season 
and when Aaron is is in Marley, like disguised as a whatever, you went with the eye patch and stuff. Like, it, yeah. First, it, what wasn't clear is I didn't know it was current times. Like he aged a lot, so I was like, maybe that's his dad, like a flashback of his dad, and we're going through a backstory of some sort. But then things started the first more clear. six episodes is just a flashback. I was just like, man, what's going on? But yeah, it no, made I sense. I totally understand that. As soon as he oh. he 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 blasted into the Titan, like in the middle of that huge speech from uh, the the royal whatever the mm, yeah. royal family there. Oh man. That as that's soon as when, he that's yeah, when the that, season got good, man. Yeah, that's when shit went down. What was like your favorite season? And and season three, part one and two, like you guys can put those together if you want to. But what was like your favorite season out of all four slash five of them? Mm. Mm. Good question, man. I I didn't really think about that. Um. I think it was probably season three, like both part one and two yeah. together, all of that. Just because we still had that crazy aspect of like you had the mindless titans and you had this and you had that. And like, and then the especially the end battle the to retake Shiganshina against the beast titan with Levi just being a complete. Oh, I love that fight like so much. Destroying. Yeah. So just I feel like just that one fight kind of made it worth it made <laughs> yeah. the whole season worth it but still the whole season was really good because you still had all of the mindless t- like you still had the action from seasons one and two but we're starting to get a bit more of the backstory and i think that was the season where that i watched um the fast because i didn't watch it weekly i i binge watched everything on, uh, on yeah. animation basically and i think that must have been the season that i watched like the fastest just because every time there was there was a cliffhanger there's something there was something i needed to watch next episode so i kept wanting to watch oh, you can put it down yeah you can put it yeah down. i couldn't put it down i think the thing that got me the most was uh like this happened in like every season there was always another reveal yeah but the thing that got me was like who was what titan so like the female mm. titan being annie um aaron mm. being revealed as his titan uh, who the colossal and who the armor armor titan were, and who the beast titan was, and everything. Just seeing like people like uh, I don't think we knew Zeke all that much until like it was until beast titan came up. But um, like we knew everyone else. We knew the scout regiment. We knew the characters. So to see them as the ones who were causing the the destruction right. to the walls and everything just kind of blew my mind a little bit. Plus, I love seeing Annie fight in her uh, in her Titan form because she was still using the martial arts that she learned. So that that's kind of what stuck with me the most is just seeing like the people that we've known as this team to to fight Titans and everything else, but. Really, they're the ones who are doing everything. I just wanted to touch on uh, that uh, moment uh, Juan described. Levi versus the Beast Titan in that third season. Like... What I really want to highlight is like you guys really understand the plan. Like they're charged, like they're doing a suicide attack. They're going towards this thing. This guy's just like a professional baseball player with rocks, <laughs> yeah. you know? He's just killing them one at a time. Ridiculous. Like, like biggest skill. Like this is we're on some freezer level stuff at, at the oh, moment. Yeah. You need to watch out for this guy. Don't get let this guy get close to you. And then we just cut to Levi anchoring into the beast tenant and just in like 30 seconds the guy's wiped out. The big bad 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 guy that like went scared of no dude he just got levi i love that moment i just i really wanted to say that. yeah but that 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 plan that plan was just absolutely sick though for i know uh what's his name Ar- um erwin 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 yeah for erwin to plan that just be like guys let's just all go run at this thing and just die and but we'll let <laughs> and let levi just like do the thing that he does best you know it was pretty heavy with the flares like covering the side so he couldn't see that all the other titans were getting killed and shit oh. yeah i like but. to call that plan save the favorite character oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh man i mean dude the the i think the only 
bad thing about that whole battle is that Flock survives. You know, the guy the with cart the red titan? hair. No, no, the cart titan. Oh, no, no, that dude. Yeah. Flock is the guy with the red hair who ends up being one of the Jaegers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, oh. he was in the charge. Yeah, yeah. And he was like all complaining like, why did you guys save Armin at the end and not Erwin? Yeah. Erwin yeah, yeah. was the best. It was just like all about Erwin. Oh, oh, dude. I what just, a little yeah, bitch. I didn't guy. like that guy. I did not like that guy. <laughs> That was a struggle we were, too, man. That 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 whole debate of Armin or or Erwin. Oh, oh my like, god, yeah. I I didn't know it was it was a struggle even for me, bro. I was like, oh, I don't know who's the best option, man. But um, Armin does a killer colossal. Who would though. you guys have chosen? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he is an awesome colossal. That's I that is very true. I think I would have gone with Armin, Armin personally. What about you guys? If you're in that moment, wh- who do you choose and why? Ooh. Well, I think no matter what, we're always gonna pick Armin because that's that's he's our heart and soul, bro. He's like our baby boy. So it's yeah. like we're gonna save him, but at the same time, or maybe when. maybe it wasn't the best. Yeah, maybe it wasn't the best choice. <laughs> I was gonna, I was just gonna say, I know one person on the podcast who would never choose Armin, like absolutely under any circumstance. Oh, Hotshot hates Armin. <laughs> okay, let's, nice. okay, let me. And I didn't want to okay, get into this because I want to know why. <laughs> let me ex- let me explain myself here. <laughs> So the more that I got into the series and the more that I got into the games and everything, I realized it wasn't really Armin that I hated. I hated his play style in the games and that led to me hating him (laughs) because Uh. every time you're forced to play as Armin, I'm just like, I don't want to play like this. I want to be the one killing, not commanding other people to kill. But it's his gameplay that I hate. I've realized this. He's a brilliant tactician. He's just a shy little shit. However... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I would probably how I would probably save him other than Ar- or other than Erwin as well because Erwin has lived this whole life as the as a commander as the commander of all the regiments and everything and he's the one who knows what's going on. How but Armin has come in clutch multiple times with stra- uh, with strategies and everything. So if anyone would be able to take up his shoes one day, if that were a thing to happen, it'd be it's definitely Armin. him. Yeah, Armin has like a fresh, he has a fresh perspective. So he has like Erwin's genius, but with a fresh mind and a fresh perspective on things. Right. So, and it, it's kind of, when you think about it, it's kind of like leading into a new generation of, in a way. Again, if that was something that would, that were to happen. Mm-hmm. I'd almost go even as far to say that Armin is probably smarter than Erwin. He just doesn't yeah. have all the experience. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, from what they show us in the show, especially in like seasons three and four, but even a bit in, um, in season one and two, um, Armin is just great at coming up with strategies on the fly under pressure even though like um he just feels like he himself he feels like he's a burden because he can't really fight and stuff like that like every time there's like a high pressure situation where they have to think on their feet and try to solve something it's always armin who ends up coming up with the solutions even when erwin was still alive he would even sometimes ask armin what he thought and levi would and hanji would everybody would always ask armin what his solution to the problem would be and a lot of times he would be right so i think like by the way they present armin he just like he doesn't have as much experience as erwin so like at the moment where he we see him he's not necessarily the right choice but he's probably even smarter than erwin is Mm -hmm. the thing that kind of sucks is we lose that perspective a little bit in the last season that came out Mm -hmm. like you kind of don't see the the genius of armin except maybe for like the the drop on on marley from the Mm -hmm. from the hot from the hot air balloon or whatever yeah that is true 
that's like the only like genius moment you see. Otherwise, it's like he kind of disappears as a character in Mikasa too. Sasha's killer. I, I do want to take a get into that. Gabi. Yeah, Gabi. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I I don't think we have time to like focus on like we already know Armin's a genius. He's done it so many times. Do we really need to see it a ninth time? You know. So to me, I I was kind of okay with not having that in the fourth season. But I do want to I I do want to say um I do want to focus on uh, I'm just gonna jump into like moments I enjoy and feel free to do the same guys. Uh, not that I enjoyed that marked me because I didn't enjoy this moment. Uh, Potato Girl's passing was another one that we we've talked about previously on the podcast. But I definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts on like how that went down and how it it was it was like the most avoidable death. I feel like that that like of all whose death you, uh, Potato Girl uh, oh, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Who was my favorite character? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with you, dude. Like, she should still be your favorite character. It's not because she dies that she can't be your favorite character. No, anymore. I know she still. No, she still is my favorite character. Just I heard was. Like, that's why watching watching the rest of the show, I'm like, okay, my favorite character is not in there anymore. So <laughs> fair. <laughs> she was my favorite character, but now she's gone. <laughs> she is. She was probably the only character that had like a funny quirk. Everybody else was just depressing. Right. That's, that's why true, I yeah. liked her. I don't like yeah. being depressed all the time. I don't know about you guys. Like the scene, bro, the heartwarming <laughs> scene where she wants to steal all the meat from the, from the, uh, what are they called? The, 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 the yeah, the, 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 the military the guard. Like the, Let's just call it the food place. The mess. Yeah. Oh, she wants mess. to steal the all the meat and everybody's, everybody's like, no, no, bro, don't steal the meat. Remember they're on top of the wall and she's trying to convince them. Oh yeah. yeah and she has a ham or something. Yeah. yeah. She has like a big them. piece of ham and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, but yeah. I was hungry. That's so true. I forgot about that. I love that her was so yeah. Much. That was definitely an avoidable death. So I think they had to just kill off somebody we all loved at that point. Well, yeah, they just yeah. have to break our heart. That's the, that. This is what this anime does, and specifically, specifically with her in season two. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, she was a hero. She was amazing. And she meets up with her family right oh, after. Oh, dude, like that. Ike. Yeah. Such a good character that one. Such a good character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. I, I think like the. And I have to be careful here because uh, what what's been shown in the anime and what hasn't yet. But um, especially with uh, Gabi's character, like they had to give her something, yeah, like that, mean. where where they make her they make oh, her yeah. character where we don't really like we don't really know where to side because she's clearly a victim of of Marley propaganda to where she thinks that everybody on the island is like the island devils uh, like right. they call them. But then they put her in a context where she kills one. So we and she kills a character that we all really like, right? At the end of the day, she, that kind of takes her to the island and to meet all these people who like turn out not being the devils that she thought she was, they mm. were, right? No, definitely. I, I just she is I'm interested to see her character develop in the next uh, I don't I, I'm not sure if the next season Season. The next continuation is going to be a season or a movie. I think it's a movie. I'm pretty sure, but um, I'm definitely. There's probably an in between. Yeah, yeah, I think there's like there's like there's definitely a movie coming. I've saw I saw that on my Twitter feed a couple of times. Like Attack on Time movie, uh, mm, December 2022. I'm pretty sure. So. Oh, nice. Okay. No, but the the season four part two is coming out in January though. Oh like shit. This- this next January. January. Okay. Okay. January. That, that's it. Okay. It was a December. Anyways, I'm just, I'm very excited to see where she goes and what she does. Definitely. Like she definitely like made her mark on the uh, Attack on Titan universe with that kill. Like there's no denying that. She's got my interest. Um, What was that? The, the guy that was with her. Um, Falco. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the little kid. Falco. Falco yeah, yeah. Falco. 
Yeah, he I, he was kind of a waste of space in my opinion. I don't know about you guys. I don't know. I think the pair of them made for a cool character development. Yeah, the the the, the, the pair is cool, but like him as an individual. So, sorry, he, he yeah. was like the arm and. I I miss the I miss the name. Yeah. Who is this? Falco. Falco, the the little Falco. blonde dude who's friends with uh, the girl who killed Sasha. Yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> he's like, I think he's, yeah, I think he's Reiner's little cousin. They or do something. look alike. Yeah, yeah, they do kind of look, but like they were at a family dinner together or something. Because I think Gobby's Reiner's little sister or something. Like they're all kind of part of the same family. I didn't really understand that. Um, well, bro, that's, everybody that's... in Marley's like pretty much related. I feel at this point. Well, everybody from Eldia is yeah, exactly. Much related. They're all descendants of Ymir. Yeah, but um, uh, that's kind of one of my only gripes with like season four, and that kind of turned me off. Uh, was the fact that they introduced so many new characters at once, um, made it hard to follow. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool, but like we had we we went three whole seasons with like the same characters. Maybe they would add a new one or two new ones or whatever, like every season. But like it was all gradual. Whereas season four, we're just thrown into the, with like fifteen new characters that we have to like we have to care about, and suddenly we have like people from different nations, like that Japanese lady. Oh yeah, um, uh, that's, when you, that's when you. That's when you really. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that, that, that was that was pretty much the the gist okay. of it. Like, it's just there's so many characters that we get introduced to in season four that like it's hard to care about all of them and like mm -hmm. follow all their <laughs> all their stories. That's when you realize they plan like eight seasons or something like that, and then they realize, oh crap, season four is our last season. We got to throw everything we have in this. <laughs> like, throw <laughs> yeah. in all the reserve. We were gonna kill Sasha season six. Nope, it's happening now. They just have like a whiteboard with all the character names. They just circle. This one is getting in. This one. They're all going in. They're all going in. <laughs> Upsetting part is that, like, part of me kind of believes that because it was such a bitch way for Shasha to go out, just getting shot of mm. all things. I'm just like, really? Yeah. Just a gun? You bitch. <laughs> they could have they made it more epic, too. Like, at least if she were to get shot, they could have made it like a long scene, a little more emotional. But it was like, bang, it's done. That's it. Well, I think yeah. that kind of adds adds to the intensity intensity of it because we no one was expecting it to happen. Mm. Like it just kind of came out of nowhere, and nobody was like, "Oh, so, like it's not it's not one of the characters you expect to die." Because if she's made it this far, she never like throws herself into battle. She never yeah. Cause, like even when you when you look at the scene when like the first time we see Annie as the female Titan when we don't know it's Annie yet, and like Sasha, we see Sasha's reaction and she's just like super scared and tries to run away. Like she doesn't even try to fight. Yeah, she just kind of tries to avoid all the Titans and stuff so like it's not one of those characters you're like if she survived like that this long like oh there's no way she's gonna die like she's gonna make it to the end of the anime and then suddenly she dies in the stupidest way like i feel like it's actually kind of fitting for her character even though it was unceremonious bertolt versus Eren slash armin um and the ultimate sacrifice of Armin. I mean, I, I guess a bit prior to the whole struggle of, of Irvin, who do we save, Irwin or, or Armin? What do you guys think of that, like, genius planet? Armin, I think that was, like, his last big plan where he hooks his, uh, he hooks himself into the, the tooth so there's no way he can actually get blown away. Enough time to get to distract Bertholdt and then, uh, Aaron gets us gets out of the crystallization yeah. and then slash in the back of the name, bye-bye Bertholdt, gets eaten, Good night. What did you guys think of that all, that whole moment? I love that fight personally. Unfortunately, I was just gonna say, unfortunately, I don't remember much about no stress. that fight, so I don't really. Yeah, have, it was a dope fight for sure. I don't really have a a, a stand. It sounds okay, like well, an awesome fight though. Other than the, I think other than the Levi versus the Beast Titan, I think that was probably like one of my favorite fights as well. Just because, like, like we were talking about earlier, it just showcases how how much of a beast Armin actually is. Even though he's not a fighter, he like plays to his strength. 
he figures out just by looking at the of at the not the attack titan at the colossus titan he's like okay every time he lets out steam his muscles shrink so like oh. i'm gonna hook onto his tooth because if he keeps letting off steam he's gonna shrink more he's gonna try and blow me off but the tooth isn't gonna shrink so i'm gonna be able to hold on he's like by doing this aaron's gonna be able to cut him out of his neck and like just the fact that he thought about that like i said earlier under pressure in that moment um is just insane because like who 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 the fuck else would have thought about something like that? Yeah, you know what epic I mean? epic self sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, I'm just gonna die, but it's gonna help my friends like kill the Colossus type. Sheesh. Now that I think about it, I have to equate him. If I had to equate him to another character in anime, I feel like he's Shikamaru. Yeah, that's how, that's how I see. Yeah, it. that brainiac boy. Armin is Armin is Shikamaru. Just not as lazy. And Sh- not as badass. way cooler than Armin, I'm just going to say. <laughs> but you see what I mean, though? There's a lot of resemblance. Yeah. yeah, you're right, though. Because they're smart and strategic. They lead. They both develop amazing plans. They both had many moments where they took out a bad guy. Shikamaru was a Hidan. I mean, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I I, there, I can see a lot of cross-wiring uh, between those two. I, I see a lot of uh, commonality. Yeah, well, what, I definitely agree in the sense that, like, yeah, they're both smart, they're both strategic, but the character arcs that they have, like, Shikamaru, younger, like, he wasn't as insecure as Armin. Like, he wasn't in, an insecure character, whereas Armin just doesn't believe in himself at all at the beginning. Mm. But, like, Shikamaru at the beginning, he doesn't want to be, like, a brilliant strategist. He doesn't want to be... Yeah, like, fair enough. He just he ends is, up being. Yeah. He just, he's, a, like, a lazy kid, and he doesn't really want to work hard. He just kind of wants to, like, breeze through life. And then, as he grows older, he becomes, like, the shikamaru that he is later on and it's kind of the same for armin whereas when he's a younger kid he's like always scared doesn't believe in himself and then he becomes like well do you guys remember like in season four how after arm because we don't see armin after he becomes the the uh, colossal titan we don't see him for like a little while and then you kind of spot him in season four and he just looks absolutely fucking miserable he did well because he got beat up by aaron because oh yeah that's true because they had a fight with mikasa at the fucking little on at the kitchen table With Gabby, we'll be nice to you, and then he just clunks him in the face, bro. Dude. And it was just like not, that's uh, when I started not... hating Aaron. We all started hating Aaron at some point. Yeah, I mean, he got ripped though. Yo, he's yeah, jacked, he's bro. Jacked. Yeah, I think I think I started hating Aaron episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pivot to one of the fights that Aaron's I a dick. Yeah, no, well, he, he's he wasn't as much at the beginning. But he had the classic like main character. He had the classic main character arc of like, I want to be the best and save the world. Dies, and then he just became a dick, <laughs> and then he became an asshole. Like he he started he started Naruto and he ended as Sasuke. <laughs> yeah, God, he he turned against us. Sad. Uh huh. I mean, it's I mean, it's not wrong though, like at all. Oh, bro. Like, tell me, tell me, Sasuke isn't like a little bitch. Yeah. Sasuke, no, he is pre, a bitch. He's Boruto. always been a little yeah. bitch. Yeah. yeah, so it's the same thing with Eren. It's just Eren at first was a little bitch in the way that Naruto was, and now he's a little <laughs> bitch in the way that Sasuke is. The, the, thing yeah. is, the thing is, Sasuke is a cool Tatakani. bitch. Eren's just yeah. a bitch. Eren's <laughs> kind of cool at the end, bro. I don't know. I don't know fly. the end, so because I'm ignorant, I'm calling him a bitch. I like Eren at the end. <laughs> I want to talk about Eren. I want to focus on another fight that I love. The first fight that uh, when uh, we find out uh, who Bertolt and uh, Reiner actually are the colossal on the armor titan uh that fight that they had in season two uh where mikasa's like wait something's off and you just hear slice right into uh was it reiner anyway she just goes into action she just jumps on it that's another reason why i love mikasa we can definitely talk about her later um 
that whole fight where it was all planned where uh, uh oh i just loved it what'd you guys think of that of that first interaction because the the main rivalry in this anime kind of is reiner and uh Aaron. they do like fight each other quite a bit so i'm, I'm curious to know what you guys think they definitely hit hard on reiner versus Aaron later on but I, before we talk about the fight i kind of want to same same uh, time yeah i kind of want to talk about how unceremonious it was when they announced that uh, Reiner and Bertolt were the armored and the colossal, yeah, like it was just kind of a background thing where if you weren't listening, you didn't really hear. You it. probably missed it. Yeah, right yeah. on top of the it wall. They were just like, like Oh yeah, by the way, I'm colossal. Nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm colossal. Yeah, and Aaron's I'm like, the reason what? there's a giant foot-sized hole in the wall. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like it was. I was so shocked. I think that was the most shocking moment. And like it was probably on purpose the way they did it like that. But like everyone was together on top of the wall. Everyone starts leaving. Like you said, Jai, and Mikasa kind of stays back. She's like, huh, something's weird. And then you hear people talking. And then in the background, you just kind of hear Reiner be like, hey, uh, Aaron, by the way, I'm the armored titan. He's the colossal. Uh, we came here to destroy humanity. We're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold up. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's that's, that's how you're going to reveal this. Like it's completely unceremonious but to bring it even further back do you remember when uh ymir had that bottle in the tower and she looks at it and she can read it and it's in like a titan a titan language and then reiner can also read it and then ymir is like how can you read that and he's like oh man i might have revealed it's it. in, uh, like there's little Marlin. hints yeah 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 exactly yeah that's true there was some slight hints to a lot of this stuff like even ymir being a titan well there there was yeah definitely... ymir was another thing whoa when she oh, saves his story on top of the tower. Jeez. Love that. Love that moment so much. She just jumps in there. She slices her arm. And next thing you know, she's just like devouring everything. And she's just like chucking like bricks at every time. And she just goes hard, man. And I love that fight. Oh, there's so many good mm. fights. Uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> well, the, what, well was one, the... what was the fight where uh, where um, Reiner and Berthold were hiding in the wall? Was that the, the pre... Uh, pre uh, uh, that was the era? end of season three. Yeah. Like part two yeah like right before the whole levi versus beast titan right and, uh, oh okay 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 yeah that was that was a wall. pretty good like three episode fight that yeah. whole thing well that whole that's why i was saying that season three is probably my favorite because that whole fight for shiganshina arc when they try to take back the wall like that mm. whole arc there is just amazing although can we also mention how much aaron just gets his ass whooped by reiner like almost every time he fights him especially in the beginning <laughs> so true it's so true. I know. Hacha, did you see that? Like that first fight of Reiner versus Aaron? Aaron just got wrecked, bro. Mm -hmm. Dude. It was I mean, so, I have like, no doubt. Ridiculous. Have you seen Reiner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, he's built. <laughs> bro, that's so funny because working out. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of memes on uh on Instagram about uh, the whole Aaron versus Reiner kind of rivalry. Because really? when in, in season one, you know, you know that scene when they're like training to become soldiers? Yeah. And Reiner teaches him how to do hand to hand combat. Yeah, I remember that. And at one point, like Reiner gets taken down by Annie or something. And he's like, um, and he tells Aaron, he's like, next time you'll play the bad guy. So you get taken down. And there's memes about that scene. And then Aaron, uh, like there's like a, a documentary with like Michael Jordan and stuff. And they put Aaron's face on top of him. He's like, and I took that person because after <laughs> that, he just yeah, like, yeah. completely destroyed like uh, Reiner's town and all that is so funny. Something that what I really like between the rivalry between uh, between those two is how it kind of comes yeah. together at the end where they're in Marley and they're in the in the basement. Do you remember that mm -hmm. scene? That was hard, bro. And Reiner just wants death. That's all he wants. He just wants to die. He's done with this shit. I mean, with the burden that he carries, <laughs> I kind of understand why. 
Yeah. But he thinks it was right. It's just, there's a, like an, an inter struggle that we see uh, going on with him for sure. That definitely. And you see it throughout the whole show, oh, man. man. Well, especially after after when we find out that Reiner and Bertolt are like the quote unquote bad guys and they're like in the woods and you see just Reiner having that whole psychotic episode where he's just like he's remembering when like Marco got eaten by a Titan and he has like the whole split personality thing like that that was hard man like you can't help but feel yeah. bad for this guy even though at that oh, point yeah. in the anime you're supposed to hate him what was the whole thing with Marco again though because he wanted forgiveness from Emir because it was Marco was Emir's friend or some shit right no no it was because Marco heard them uh talking about being titans and uh yes uh, that's it. It, it, like him. during during the second big fight in season two in season one like the the fight for trust you know right before aaron carries that boulder on his back oh yeah yeah during that fight at the end of that fight we just see that marco got like completely burnt and eaten by a titan mm. but then around season three or, or four we see in uh in reiner's flashback that he was talking with annie and Bertolt about like the plan or whatever and marco overheard them talking about being titans marco's like uh you guys what are you talking about uh... so then they 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 stole his gear so he couldn't he couldn't like zip away and he got eaten by a titan but then reiner's looking at him he's like guys why is marco getting eating why is that titan eating marco <laughs> So yeah, that's like, when he starts having a psychotic breakdown. And now he's killing all of them? Yeah, like yeah. he has like a split personality because he's like, he became friends with all these people inside the walls. Yeah, yeah. And he has to kill all of them. So he's like, when he's in the woods, when he's trying to kidnap Emir and Aaron, he has like another psychotic breakdown where he's just like, I'm a soldier. And then Bertolt's like, no, you're a warrior. And then he just like starts shaking and... In a sense, yeah, but also he's the bad guy, so I don't feel that bad, you know. No, is he I, the bad I think guy? I, I don't think he's the bad guy, but I think they they're all good guys in their own right. Like they're all doing their thing for their people. Okay, it's it gets to that point where okay, well, okay, from a from a simplistic perspective, I think he ah no, no you're right, you're right, never mind. Like yeah. because season, look, bro, season, go ahead. I, like sorry, Juan, but in season four, you kind of start. I personally, I I started kind of hating Aaron, and I saw Aaron and Zeke as the bad guys, and the Marleyans being like the good guys. Almost, it's very weird. Well, the Marleyans are still like ultimately the real bad guys are the Marleyans because yeah, they, uh, like they're like, and and this this has been like a big controversial point about the series. They're like Nazi Germany, basically. Yeah, where they have all these guys in concentration camps, and like they have to wear the the armbands. Like, there's a lot of parallels between. Nazi Germany and and the Elgians being the 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 Jews and all that yeah um which has been like a, a point of controversy for the series I think it might have been it could have been represented another way but I I don't think it's like I think it's the way. only way it's the only way to really represent it in that yeah. fashion I guess there's no other way to do it but like ultimately like the bad guys in that situation are really the Marlians because they've got the uh, all these Elgins like just coiled up in the little ghettos and then they sent they turn them into titans and they send them to the island of parody to like attack the uh, the other Elgins just because they think they're like devils and blah 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 like like ultimately Reiner isn't really the bad guy like I guess seasons one two and three he's supposed to be the bad guy and we're supposed to not like him but once you get into the backstory and what Marley really like like it's well, kind of in sad. the end all the titans are eldians so it's like yeah, exactly it's like you kind of just feel like oh well the all the white marleans are all a bunch of dickheads and the mm -hmm. eldians are just being used even the ones who are marleans i want to bring it back to season one uh the big fight in that one for me was definitely annie uh i want to get everyone's thoughts on just because she's like the introduction of humanoid yes, titans. yeah humanoid titans thank you uh what were your thoughts on just like let, let's maybe start with that first uh mission with the the levi squad and uh, and her getting her way to Eren and that whole failure of a mission, obviously, because they almost she almost is successful in capturing Eren and taking him away. Uh, 
you know, uh, maybe with I start with you, Hotshot. What, what were your thoughts on that first season, that whole struggle be- be- between them? I mean, uh, the whole con- uh, the whole confrontation with Annie um, was honestly my favorite part about season one, and probably okay. my favorite part about what I've seen from the actual show. Because, yeah. like I said, I've I've done most of this through the game, just because of like um, this Titan was more coherent more uh focused like and like i said annie was actually using her uh her martial arts that she's learned in titan form so it was like oh shit this titan's actually smart or like covering the base of her neck or like crouching down or like she she was very strategic in how she was fighting even in her titan mode when up until that point like even with Eren, we've just seen like mindless titans so just for the just for this titan to be like this different and then to realize it's annie kind of uh kind of popped the lid for a bunch of a uh, bunch of stuff to happen down the road popped the lid is the best yeah. way to say that because she really is like the first humanoid and her the way she fights you know you we see the scouts doing all these crazy strategies and then she just jumps in the airs and spins and she kills three of them and they're like what and she takes out the levi squad she's able to regenerate way more quickly she hardens she climbs up walls uh there's so much to her well because it it's kind of the first time you see, because in that whole kind of arc with Annie, originally we just thought there was the brainless titans and maybe those abnormal yeah. ones that have like that are a little bit more frantic and have maybe special skills of or faster or whatever. So you only think that like the biggest problem is going to be the abnormals, and then you meet this, you meet Annie in her titan form, and you're like, oh shit, she's smart. She knows how to cover her neck and harden her fingers so we can't slice through them. She knows how to fight, crouch, karate, whatever. It's it's kind of a mind-blowing um, scene, especially with all the tactics that they're trying that just aren't working. But, I mean, let's talk about when, at the end, when she gets trapped and Mikasa finally manages to cut her out. Oh my god, that was so epic. Mikasa was like a baby, bro. Oh, dude. What about you, Juan? What do you think? I, I love Annie as a character in general just because, like, it's so... Um, she's so badass, dude. Yeah, she's so badass. She's just, like, super serious and uh, like, just doesn't take shit from anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like in terms of like story wise, you kind of hate her, right? Because she's one of the bad guys in season one, especially when we're introduced to her. But um, the whole fight against Annie in uh, like inside Walcina, like where like that rich city, I don't remember the name of the district, where they kind of destroy like half of the city. Like that's such a badass fight. And it's also at the end of that when we find out that there's Titans in the wall, which mm. is uh, yeah, which is another big reveal that we're just like that we don't really know anything about until season four uh, or season. That's how three, they close the season, no? That's how they close season one. Yeah, there's just like a titan in the wall, and then the the crazy priest is just like, don't let it get any sunlight. Oh yeah, Father yeah. Dan or some shit like that. Father Dan, what was his name? No, not Father Dan. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. No, I don't remember the name either. It's such a minor character, bro. Like. Yeah, what? I don't know, bro. He was pretty. He was pretty fucked up. No, I mean they're all pretty messed up. Let's not be. Let's not say it any other way. Uh, yeah, I mean it, the it, only one with a quirk was was Sasha, and she died. So yeah, everyone's just fucked up. I want to say, no. you know what? On okay, that wait. note, I Hanji, think Hanji, Hanji is quirky yeah, as hell. Too, exactly, though. Hanji. I love Hanji. I uh, fucking I, love Hanji, bro. She's so yeah. annoying, but she's so cool. Yeah. Oh, Hanji she's kind from of psycho, uh, from Levi Squad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Captain no, I love her too. <laughs> she's 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 uh, she's a total psycho though. Oh yeah, Cap- no, I know. <laughs> well, she well like because because when you think about it, everyone else around her is just like we need to stop these things from getting to the wall and just execute them. She and she's the only one who's going. But why? Like, what makes them tick? What makes them titans? Like, 
like that kind of thing just like studying yeah. them plus study your enemy you already won half the battle so it's just kind yeah, of like exactly. th this works out for everyone and everyone else around her is just like no you need to kill it yeah and she the, was the thing she is, was like four steps ahead of everybody well yeah. the thing is not only that but like every time we do see her in battle she's almost on par with levi too like she fights like like uh um like she she's a great fighter too like she kills titans very easily if she has to she just tries not to kill them so she can capture them and study them but when she's like fighting a big horde of titans at one point like when they're on a scouting mission she's just like she's badass isn't there a thing in the game's hotshot when when you play as Aji, you can capture titans i'm pretty sure instead of taking them down you shoot a net it's so good uh yeah she she so uh she's the one dude i need to i need to play this game Sounds so amazing. in 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 Attack on Titan two in the sequel game, um, when you meet up with Hanji, she's the one who takes you on a survey mission to uh, to capture Titans, and uh, then after that mission, you can just uh, capture Titans and get rewards from yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Do you want to maybe go over the games a little huh. bit and just give your general thoughts? Because I think it's it, it's worth talking about because it does cover the story in a completely different way. Yeah. So in uh, so Attack on Titan one, um, that one does just go through the story with the characters. So you play as Armin. You plays Aaron, Mikasa, and everyone else. So that one mainly just goes through the storyline of season one. So like at the end of uh, Annie crystallizing herself, it just kind of stops. But Attack on Titan 2, you actually make your own uh, scout and uh, go in through your uh, player character with the story wow. with the story uh, going on, but it's also your story going on. Um, that's why I said uh, Hanji takes you out on a survey mission and tests her uh, her giant net gun on Titans, and then after that you have the the ability to use that. Also, it's just it just feels awesome to uh, to just zip line around the buildings and everything on uh, on the ODS gear and slice through Titans like nonstop. I just don't like is the it, outside missions because I can't zip around freely. Is mm. it uh is it free roam or is it, it it's not it's not free roam so for every mission you're uh you're in a designated area so sometimes you're like outside in a village, other times you're like outside in like a swamp looking area, other times you're inside the walls. Um but it's uh it's just in like that general area with Titans like coming in left and right and you gain uh you gain recruits throughout. Um so like if you help with SOS missions, like um before she turns, Annie appears as an SOS mission, for instance. So if you help her, she'll uh be on your squad for that mission and so on and so forth. Wow, that sounds like a really cool game. Is it uh Oh it's it it's awesome. It it should be on PCs uh somewhere. I don't know what I don't know where. I'm a console gamer. Um, so I play it on, play like, it on Xbox PS4. One or PS4. I play it on PS4. It should be on Xbox One too, though. From what I'm seeing, you can get it on Steam, so it is on PC. Attack on Titan Two. So uh, enjoy, guys. You should definitely play that game. But that that is that is definitely how uh, like I even convinced Jaden to play it after a while. That is how I chose to experience the story because um, I just have I just have a hard time uh, sitting down and watching things for a long period of time. And if I do start watching something, then I won't stop for a long period of time it's just like mm. i get i get into that like rut like if i find one episode i like i'll be there like nine episodes later um yeah. so i just prefer I to play it because at least that way i feel like i'm also doing something yeah it's just moving my hands but i also like interacting with the story myself so i i, I just have a bigger affinity for games than i do for watching Hacha, i'm curious to know what would you say is the biggest difference for the storyline in terms of the game 
and the anime of what you've seen? Like, what's the biggest difference? Do they so you you experience uh, some of the major battles with uh, with the other characters, but the biggest difference uh, would be, especially in two, is the fact that you are your own scout interacting with everybody else. You're not uh, you're not like Armin. You're not Aaron. You're not Mikasa. You're not any of them. You're you. Uh, whoever you decide to make so your story is unfolding and their story is kind of like yeah you know what's going on you know that like this kind of thing like there's big major events that happen but it's mostly focusing on like you like recording everything that's happened like your character keeps a journal for instance and keeps track of like relationships and uh, major events that have happened in attack on titan that they were a part of um that that's probably the major difference you actually just see uh, someone recording and like actually this is how it happened kind of thing so it's like you're you're playing like is it rpg style or is it like uh it it's it's kind of rpg uh hack and slash style so like you'll you'll find different you're playing your your story but like the timeline of say season two or whatever is happening like it's in parallel yeah, yeah. It, it's in parallel and you're you're interacting with that storyline as well so like rpg elements in in terms of like you uh you can find and craft um better blades better odsm gear better uh, horses and stuff like that and upgrade um uh systems that you can find in in field and battle like there's a a mining tower you can build that'll help you get uh materials for crafting or an automatic cannon that'll shoot incoming titans or uh or that or that kind of stuff the, the rest Ooh, of it dope. is just uh it's just hack and slash where it's just you uh zipping around the area cutting uh uh, cutting titans up so like going for the base of the neck slicing off their arms helping out scout members stuff like that <laughs> that's amazing and that's how you i to, chose you to have do to finish witcher bro. <laughs> yeah i have to finish witcher before finish witcher first before you do <laughs> i can't start it yet well I, you're, it's you're, not like yeah I good good fucking luck finishing witcher my dude <laughs> my roommate know, never finishes my anymore. roommate is on his his second run he's like level 96 and he's oh, wow. been playing it for like six months <laughs> Nice. Well, I'm at, I'm I'm probably at like I'm probably at like a month at this point, and I'm around halfway through the game. <laughs> so you think you're halfway through, but then they drop all this other shit on you. Yeah. Well, I have the DLCs too, so it's like an extra like fifty hours of gameplay. Oh afterwards. yeah, so you're like an eighth through the game. <laughs> That's what's so beautiful about it. No, I know. I love Witcher. I'm getting more and more into it myself. As- like Attack on Titan, it's Jacob's fault that I'm playing Witcher. I know. Yeah, dude. Well, like yeah, that's how that's how you experience. We're we're just trying to share light with you guys. We're trying to we're trying to bring you into our world. I want to bring up some characters and just get some general thoughts on them, and if it bounces into another conversation, so be it. Um, uh, I want to first of all bring up uh, the last member of the trio we haven't really discussed. Uh, Mikasa to me is. I think the definition of badass, um, she is an incredible fighter. And I, many of the fights that she, all the fights that she's in, there's always, it's always good. She's always quick to uh, jump on uh, the battle. And, you know, I think the moment that she had with Erin uh, during her parents' death um, completely changed her as a character. So, you know, I'm just curious to know what you guys think of her. Mikasa to me like in in battle, like when she's focused and everything, is like one of the like the quiet but strong types like the utter badass yeah her skills almost rival levi's when it comes to actual like combat against the titans and they're related apparently okay i did not know that part but when it comes oh when it comes to aaron i don't like her and i I just uh, i have to kind of agree with hotshot on this one though yeah okay 
Yeah, because like uh, that—that was all I had. Go for it. No, because because like you're right in the sense of like she's a total badass when she fights, and like the the fight scenes with Mikasa, like when she saves Aaron from Annie and that kind of stuff, like she's a total badass. Or like when she um when she threatens the um the merchant when he doesn't want to let people go by, and there's like this big ass abnormal, and she just cuts the abnormal down. Like those scenes where she's fighting Titans and and being a badass, like she's dope. But whenever it comes to Aaron, she's just like always like kind of annoying, bro. Yeah, she's always like crying and kind of after him. And and I get that like the fact that she's loyal to him is cool because like you said, Giant, like it's a it's a good support for Aaron as a character. But like uh, I don't know, man. It's just she gets she, so annoying she's sometimes. she's kind of still even to this day anchoring uh, Aaron to like the 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 scouts somehow, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh I think underrated character as far as like development. Like we don't actually get we get a little bit of backstory, and we kind of apparently she's you know the daughter of one of these uh like from the Asian country, you know, like a bunch of shit like that. And they don't really go into details too too much, so that's kind of a shame. But as far as the character, definitely badass. Definitely hope to see more of her. Well, if if I remember correctly, in season four they say she like her mom was an Oriental, like from uh. The, 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 that country where the Azuma Bitos are from, like the, yeah. the new characters. That we're so she's related to them. But then on her dad's side, she's an Ackerman. So she's related to Levi and Kenny and all those guys. Yeah, because Kenny's like her, her uncle or some shit. No, no, I don't think I don't think she's directly related to Kenny. Like Kenny's Levi's uncle. Ah, uh, okay. But, um, but they're from the same bloodline, like the Ackermans. I'm going to quickly wiki this while you guys talk. Uh, you might get spoilers, though. Uh, we've been talking as season one through season four anyway i think we've i think we've well passed spoiler point at this time well no because the manga the manga's over right like the manga's oh yeah juan read all the manga yeah like what 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 i was saying here they said it in season four part one so like there's no spoilers in the fact that like she's an ackerman like we already know that but it's just we all know that but it's just if you do wiki mikasa you'll probably get spoilers for uh for for like season four part two maybe let's jump to another character this is i don't know why this character has a really soft spot spot in my heart uh i really really liked him uh connie super uh outgoing guy very easy to root for and uh he's a support character but he's just always kind of there and he's always pushing his limits and like giving it his all and I don't know. He kind of feels generic to me, but like, I, I he's never done anything that's bothered me. You see what I mean? So, mm. yeah, he's one of those like cool characters that you don't really care about all the time, but when you stop to think about it, he's very likable. Well, there's some scenes I remember. I can't remember exactly where it was, but it, it's very faint because I'm having a hard time remembering. But there's some there's some times in the anime where he kind of has to stand his ground because people are making bad decisions. Like who's who's the dude with the red hair, like the shaved sideburns, red hair? Um, oh. Flock? Is it is it John? No, not Flock. I think it's John. Where he he wants to do something, and then and then uh, Connie has to stand his ground and shit. Like he he's definitely got balls, but he's also like kind of a, a sappy character at the same time. You know, he lost his family at the in that village. Mom turned into a titan and shit. The first time I saw that, he like, he looks at the picture of his mother, and then he looks at the titan crushing the house, and he's like, "Mom, like that's messed up." And she tries to talk to him. She tries yeah, to talk to him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she just she just says, "Connie." Yeah, because he hears as they're leaving, he gets ordered to to get out of there. And as he's leaving, I think he hears her talk and he wants to turn around and go see what the hell that was. But the guy's like, no, no, we got to go. Definitely yeah, underdeveloped character, though. We, I'd like to learn more about him. Well, do you yeah. in the manga, Juan, without spoiling? There's, yeah, there, there's going to be more about him later. Okay, that's good. Maybe uh, Historia, 
I like the Astoria. Uh, she obviously becomes super important. Um, second season, uh, when she gets captured and everything, we find out like the whole royal part of her life uh, gets developed. What are your thoughts on uh, Historia? <laughs> oh, I have a hard time with Historia. Uh, no, the not even spot. soft spot, bro. I just kind of like. He doesn't like her. Oh. Uh... I have I don't dislike her I just like I don't like her either I don't know I just like uh, I kind of hate the way her character is portrayed I guess like she's kind of like a, when we first meet her she's like this little shy Krista blah, blah blah and then they try to make her like badass when she like rebels against her dad or whatever and it's just it just comes off as so like Disney Channel oh, that's true esque like princess storyline yeah, yeah I'm just like oh I don't care <laughs> like I know she's like a really important character and like she ends up obviously being the queen and all that but oh god damn it I just can't also I have faint memory but I can't remember maybe Juan you might you guys well you guys might remember this more but what was this what happened in the scene in the cave again with Historia her dad wanted her to eat air uh wanted her to eat Aaron or something to get the founding titan powers or some shit like that right so yeah so what happened was Aaron's dad he had the attack titan yeah he confronted uh her dad like her her whole family in the cave mm. um her older sister that we've learned about in that scene had the founding titan oh yeah and then aaron's dad ate her and then aaron's dad made aaron eat him so basically inside him aaron has the attack titan and the founding titan but because aaron isn't doesn't have royal blood he can't control the founding titan only someone with royal blood who has right so historia's dad wants her to become a pure titan so she can swallow aaron get the founding titan, oh, okay that makes and then sense bring now everything back to normal yeah and uh, then quickly. voice command everybody in the world basically pretty much yeah but can't can't aaron still use his power as the founding titan but as long as he's touching he has to relay it through that's uh, the whole thing with uh, with him and zeke in season four like the Jaegerists are trying to get them together. So that they could, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about Zeke. Because so that's kind of, you, you kind of touched a, a future point for there. Unless you guys had anything else on Historia. I'm, I'm pretty good. No, I don't think we <laughs> Okay, okay, Juan. <laughs> I don't, Go ahead. I don't, I don't really have anything on Historia. Like when I knew her as Krista, I loved her. But um, I don't really have anything since she became Historia. Fair enough. Or since it was revealed she was Historia. <laughs> like from, from what I've seen, like in, in game and in show, I haven't seen anyone actually call her historia everyone's called her krista so i don't mm. have anything like since uh right like since that storyline takes uh takes off what up so well she kind of does, doesn't do anything like for at least the first two seasons she's just like emir is just protecting her and like she's just kind of a sad runaway child the whole time and doesn't that, really that's do the much thing. someone someone with like such a such a gentle heart and everything though like going up against titans it's a little hard to watch okay that that's all i had on her <laughs> perfect and zeke zeke total badass love yeah, zeke, zeke. Is the boss. yeah zeke is i don't have much i don't have anything on zeke so you guys oh yeah because he, here. yeah yeah you, it didn't get there in the games i guess but oh dude i i don't know man like just from being the beast titan too he's already like a favorite character of mine just because he was the beast titan well still is but like um i'm still a little cloudy on how the relationships ended up between him and, and aaron um so where we're at now is basically that him and aaron they met up in marley they talked blah blah, blah. um and zeke convinced aaron to go with his um uh, with the his rumbling. plan what was the word the, the uh, rumbling no not the rumbling well, no, no, it's not the rumbling that he wants to do. It's he, they want to join forces to do the euthanization plan. Oh, right. So they want to basically sterilize every Eldian so no more Eldians can be born. Because the thing is, even if like nobody else turns into a Titan and swallows one of the nine like uh, 
big titans once one of them dies a new random baby is going to be born with one of their powers so the the as long as there's more eldians that are born it's like reincarnation no matter it's like what. reincarnation exactly no matter what happens that's what but at least like, if you get eaten born. you can choose who inherits your power but if you exactly. don't if you don't get eaten somebody random is going to get it and who knows what they're going to do with it exactly but what zeke wants to do is with the power of the founding titan um he wants to make ev basically every single eldian just infertile so they can't have any more babies mm. and that way there's not going to be any more babies so whenever like all of them die out there's not going to be any more titans in the world kind of a good and plan though it's not a bad plan it's just it just kind of sucks but because it was that or the rumbling yeah well the other plan is is the the, the other potential plan it's like partial rumbling was, was the they were going to do the partial rumbling which is what the people on the island want to do Mm. Um, is get them together, start a, a small rumbling with like, instead of all the Titans in the wall, just like small rumbling, just to kind of scare the rest of the world and be like, hey, if you guys keep messing with us. If you, yeah, don't gonna... fuck with us anymore. Leave us alone kind of thing. Yeah, but where, we at, where we're at now is Aaron and Zeke uh, agreed to, uh, to the euthanization plan. What was the thing with the wine again? Is, uh, uh, Zeke, yeah, yeah just, fluid. just to turn them into titans, right? Pretty much, yeah. So, well, the thing with Zeke's spinal fluid, because the spinal fluid thing is as long as you get injected with spinal fluid, you turn into a pure titan, like the mindless ones. Yeah. But Zeke's spinal fluid, I guess maybe, they never really explained why, but I'm guessing it's because he's he has royal blood somehow mm -hmm. um but the thing with zeke's spinal fluid is he can control anybody who has oh. his spinal fluid so they don't turn into titans right away and that's what happened with uh, connie but he village, can summon know? them right he could like he could just like activate them at any point or some shit like that he can activate them whenever he wants exactly and turn them all into titans whenever he feels like and they'll and kind of control obey him yeah yeah so it's it's kind of like a, a smaller version of the founding titans power yeah uh, because the founding because he titan has royal can control blood. all titans yeah exactly so but it's kind of but cool. no th doesn't the founding titan uh have control over humans too, like eldians but not titans well the founding titan basically has control over all eldians yeah because right? the, they because the original king like brainwashed everybody within the walls to think there's no civilization outside but they weren't exactly. titans no but yeah that's the thing so it's it's like a it's like a smaller version like uh zeke's power is a smaller version of the founding titan's power okay because he can do it but only to people who have his own spinal fluid yeah okay gotcha like it has to be his spinal fluid because i remember that scene like at the when they're what what, what is it they were doing they with, had uh with pixis yeah exactly well they they put basically what they did like the 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 jaegerists they um they put zeke's spinal fluid in the wine and they gave the wine to like because all the the soldiers loved the wine because it came from marley they're like oh my god this is such good wine yeah yeah exactly and uh, so they gave it to um when zeke thought that levi wouldn't kill the scouts because they're, you know, his, his colleagues. And you just see him, like, running away. He's like, damn it! You're, like, unkillable! Stop it! <laughs> Stop winning at everything! I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> Stop being so talented! <laughs> oh, that was the fight in the woods. Yeah, that was the yeah. fight in the woods where it was just them two. Yeah. And he always gets Peak. carted away by, uh, what's the the, the, Peak, the, the yeah. girl? The cart titan. The cart titan. I think it's uh, Peak. I'm pretty... I mean, Pike? 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 Yeah. It's P I E C K. I don't remember if it's. P I uh, I think uh, we've covered a lot of ground here. Is there anything else you guys want to mention before we give our final thoughts? I think uh, we we've done a lot of. Uh, I did not expect it to go for this long. Not really. I think we touched like most yeah. of the. We covered pretty stuff. much everything. I, I definitely say to anybody who's listening who hasn't watched the anime, definitely needs to watch it. I mean, it they're all spoiled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely top rate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but 
like <laughs> definitely 10 out of 10 recommend maybe season four season four i'll give it like an eight out of 10 because it was still dope but it wasn't as dope but the rest was 10 out of 10 bro amazing anime like still doesn't top it doesn't top naruto for me because i got a soft spot for that but definitely i, uh, I actually you, you brought something you, you made me think of something i wanted to bring up what were you guys just thought it was a big controversy on the, like reddit and twitter when season four was airing that it was a different studio and the animation was completely different from the past seasons did that guy did that bother you guys like personally for me i was just i thought season four looked amazing and i just didn't understand the like there were some actual frustrated people out there so I, what was the thing? So they were with it? Studio Perio or something, and now they're with Mappa. And then Mappa did yeah. season four. Mappa so also did that. Like uh, they also did what is it? Uh, anime Karen Resonance. Yes, and a couple other ones that I've seen recently, bro. Mappa kills it, bro. I got yeah, no Mappa. Yeah, no, no, Mappa's good at, at animation in general. But so the, you guys, it wasn't bothered by free. It wasn't a bother. For you. No, no, the thing is because the 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 change like there's such a change of pace in season four in general mm. like mm-hmm. the it's basically a different anime like we were saying earlier so like the change in animation didn't bother me at all i even think it fits the anime way more for what it is in season four compared to what it is in seasons one through three mm-hmm. because it's slower because like there's not as many action scenes because like we don't have all the just like slicing through titan stuff and all that like it kind of fits the story better if you ask me. Uh, the animation yeah. that Mappa did in the last season. Uh, but like, dude, people just don't like change in general. That's why there's people frustrating. Well, yeah, I can compare it to like, although this one did hit a little weird. When remember in Naruto the pain arc when the, there's the, the one fight arc, yeah, and it's I just all, the animation so. got all fucked up. Like I remember having this this discussion with you, Juan, actually, because mm-hmm. I think that one animation scene was animated by. A different animation and i think it was Perry. um i think it was uh mappa that one fight scene and it was so mm, it was so sure, different maybe it was so different but i thought it kind of lent to the to the scene itself and i think that kind of works with what you're saying about season four of attack on titan kind well of exactly because if you if you think about like the fight it. against pain it's such a big fight at that point like obviously what came later yeah is way bigger obviously with the with the the war, war arc but yeah but the fight against pain is such a milestone moment in Naruto because not only is it a huge fight against like probably the strongest enemy up until that point, mm. but it's also a milestone for Naruto as a character because it's the first fight that he just kind of wins by himself. Like he doesn't True. win as a group. He doesn't like it's it's the first big fight that he's just like his own skill. And yeah, he went on a nine tail rampage at the end. Yeah, so but talk no jutsu, bro. At the end, talk no jutsu. Yeah, talk no jutsu is is the solution for That's everything. The specialty. So, it's it's kind of the same idea, like I was saying with season four. Talk no jutsu. <laughs> I did not hear that one. But sorry. Talk no jutsu. It's a, it's a secret weapon, bro. Because he always sorry. talks his way That's out of really every funny. problem. <laughs> You've never heard that Talk one. Talk no jutsu. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like, like the, the ultimate Naruto. related. Yeah, it's like the ultimate re- like every apparently every character Naruto can relate to them because of how because of well, being alone as a child. He's like, yeah, but I was alone too. And then the main the antagonist is like, wow, okay, bro. <laughs> Dude, he cool, did it. He cool. did it against Zabuza. He did <laughs> yeah. it against Pain. He did it against Obito. He did it. There's against- always yeah, crying. Yeah. There's always Dude, crying at the so end. That's so funny. He, he did it against Sasuke. Talk he did it against every fucking body in there. And then then they all help him in the end. What yeah. are you? Yeah. I'm your friend. He's like, you're just like me. Yeah, let's do a final thoughts. I think we're good on uh, on everything here. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Jacob. Uh, final thoughts on Attack on Titan and uh, anything else you want to mention? Definitely must watch and uh, definitely a mind fuck. That's that's yes. all I have to say. It's a mind fuck, but a must watch. Very entertaining. And for yourself, one pretty much the same, man. It's such a crazy anime 
that like I feel like everybody, whether you like anime or you're kind of into anime like I was, like I am, I guess, and uh, or you just like action shows, bro, you have to watch Attack on Titan. Well, the cool thing with Attack on Titan is it brought people who didn't watch anime before in because it was such a damn exactly. good show that people who never watched anime who were maybe embarrassed of it are like fucking down with it. It's The narrative is amazing and the action in the show is just great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for myself, like it, I love this series so much, and um, I'm going to keep it brief as well because I think I've given my thoughts enough. Um, fantastic anime, action packed, dark. It has everything you need, and uh, I was very well served. So, uh, Hotshot, uh, I know you're a huge fan of the show. No, but in all seriousness, uh, what are your th- final thoughts? It's dark, depressing, brutal, long, and I love it. However, I am. I do have a soft spot because I'm kind of a gore hound. So it, more than anything yeah. else, I love seeing uh, Titans uh, go on rampages and the fights and everything else more than really more than I get into the actual characters or the story themselves. But I still recommend it as a watch because, again, it's going to it's going to scratch that itch Definitely. for me at least. But it scratches every itch, I think, whether you like gore, whether you like good storylines, whatever. Like No, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it like, if you everything. have an itch, If you have an itch, it's going to scratch it. Like, it does give you good characters. It does give you good action. It does give you a good story. Just uh, my favorite part is the actual fights and the, and the gore because <laughs> I'm just that kind of guy. It's definitely like it's definitely like comparable with like all these yeah. darker animes like like Tokyo Ghoul and like stuff like that. Like it compares with that. So if you're into that kind of thing, definitely watch Attack on Titan. If you like gore, I've recommended this show many times. Uh, Blood Sea. Blood Sea is like the goriest anime you can ever find. So that's the little uh, recommendation. Okay, let's uh, wrap things up. You can follow the podcast on facebook.com slash anime podcasters. You can leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash anime podcasters. You can become a patron of Giant Music to get early episodes, patreon.com slash giant music. If you want to be a guest and have a proposal, there's a link in the description for that. And I am at giant music on social media. And you can follow my website, giantmusic.com. And if you want video versions of the podcast, you can just go on youtube.com slash giant music. Hotshot, where can people find you? And then uh, we'll let uh, Juan and Jacob promote themselves. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Everywhere you can find me, I go by Hotshot Ginger. You guys can find me on Twitter, where I'm going to ghost you. You guys can find me on Twitch and uh, spend time with me playing some games and see how good or bad I really am at them. Right here on Giant Music's channel, uh, just trapped in this podcast, just absolutely trapped. He won't let me leave. <laughs> and you guys can find me over on my own personal channel doing the sister podcasts of uh, anime, pod- uh, anime podcasters, PonsuCast, where we touch shows that Jaden won't touch with a six-foot pole. And even then, after it's heavily sanitized. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Jacob, where can people find you? Go ahead. Uh, I have absolutely no relation with podcasting world or anime world really but you can find me at, at jacob cardinal music on instagram facebook jacob lacroix cardinal reach out i work as an audio engineer yes that's it cool. and juan uh i also have no relationship whatsoever with podcasts uh if you want to find me on instagram my instagram is the juan you need <laughs> i love that handle uh, it should be <laughs> fairly simple to uh to remember um you can also reach out at juan m gomez music at gmail.com it's in my instagram bio if you ever want to uh work on anything i also work as an audio engineer so reach out there whenever you feel like it all of their links will be in the description guys thank you so much that was an amazing podcast i'm so glad we finally set this up so for myself juan jacob and hotshot this has been another episode of anime podcasters bye guys bye bye